This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to the This Life Podcast with Dr. Drew Pinsky and me, Mike Catherwood. That's right. We're doing it this time. So check it out. Thanks for listening. You live. That's right. You live, everybody. And our special guest host, Ginger Gonzaga, is in here with us. Hi. Hey, welcome. And this is all brought to you by uh, courtesy of The Last House Sober Living. Uh, as I said, one of the previous podcasts, I don't know if we have a number on that, Miss Producer. Um, we interviewed the uh, clinical manager there and was very impressed with the work they're doing. And they are supporting us, and we are supporting them. They're in Los Angeles, but uh, 40-some, 44-bed unit, if I remember right. And it's a no-nonsense place, which, um, you know, it's not frills, and nor should it ever – well, not should necessarily be. It should be uncomfortable, and it should be hard work, and it should be sustained over a long period of time. Also, our friends at Hydrolyte is a hydrating uh, tablets, effervescent tablets that you put in your water. And uh, it will replace fluids the way an IV fluid can. I, I, I conceived – this isn't my product, but I conceived it one time a long time ago and I thought finally somebody's got oh, it. If you could put it and you know where they thing. came from? Australia. They were, oh, really? They, Crikey, they, mate. They dominate in Australia and so they should here as well. Um, Real corker. Uh, Ginger has got I'm Dying Up Here on Showtime. Uh, it's also, you can see it on Hulu. It's produced by Jim Carrey. You can follow Ginger at gingergonzaga.com, also at Ginger the Jester. I think that's your, isn't that your uh, Instagram also? That's my Instagram. That's my yeah, everything. Everything. And um, now, but Ginger, we, uh, two more things. We've got the Dimitri Martin film, Dean. Tell us yeah. about that. Yes, that's it's on Netflix. a wonderful dramedy um, about losing a parent. It's with Gillian Jacobs, um, Kevin Klein, who won an Oscar, and Dimitri and Rory Scovel, and it's on Netflix. So Rory's a funny dude, it. man. Rory's, Rory is – He's the best. But of super course, talented. like all my guy friends, my boyfriend has then stolen him from me. Oh. And now they're besties, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that who he's going to the museum with right now? Uh, <laughs> different one, I know. Uh, and uh, Kevin Klein, I mean – He's so amazing and just the nicest – Mary Steenburgen as well. I'm always she amazed that Kevin Klein's not doing something every day. I know. Like There's not something we turn to every day to yeah. watch his work because it's just so enriching every time. Might be by choice because he's too talented. Yeah. He's too talented, right? Yeah. Is he got anything coming up or? I don't know what else he has right now. I just know he's the nicest human on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Those of you, uh, Fish Called Wanda, Schindler's, uh, 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 Sophie's Choice. Oh, yeah. Wanda. I mean, just ridiculous. And Dean. All right, and now uh, Ginger has her own short film that I tell you is an important film. You can watch it right now after we finish this podcast at yourdayfilm.org. We are not going to tell you what it's about because it unfolds in front of your eyes, and it too is a breathtaking film, frankly, and mostly because the subject matter is so interesting to to, to approach it the way you did, and uh, it's just so interesting to me. Obviously, it's something I deal with and thought a lot about and stuff, but she and Jason Ritter, their performance on it is just – 
ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry. Just I got ridiculous. so lucky with him, and we had never worked together. It was just magic. Is he looking for other stuff for you to do? <laughs> I know. No, because no, you together was Oh, a my gosh. I, I know. No. I always – I definitely wrote that with him in mind, so that. But helped. if but. I were him, I'd be like, "Well, now what else can we do?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm he's, sure we'll he's work really, again. really talented. Uh, we were watching the his new show. What is it? Uh, uh, Kevin Saves the World. He can do comedy and drama. My wife was commenting. He's like that. You know, that is just. There's a gift where it doesn't look like someone's trying yeah. even at all. They're just existing as this character, and that he he really has. Well, that. aside from Ginger's film, I like him on Drunk History. So. Yeah, <laughs> so. dude, that's like so broad. Put me. All on right, so I'm not kidding. Go watch Your Day Film uh, at your, uh, your Day. It's called at yourdayfilm.org. Yeah. Mike's gonna watch it as soon as we I am. The I promise. He yeah. already promised. I can't and, wait to tweet uh, it. I'm gonna watch it right up. after I watch Two Girls One Cup for the fourth <laughs> time. And um, Ginger, what are you doing with your time these days other than make, making films and writing films? Trying and... to sell TV shows. You're writing them? Yeah. One just one scripted. I'm just pitching. Another one I'm I'm writing because it's an anthology and I'm not famous enough to sell an anthology. <laughs> How, what, by anthology, explain what you mean. Anthology, like like Black Mirror is an anthology. Um, what are the Ryan Murphy shows? And you would write all the different – I want to, yeah. Um, so why I'm did, Why did you be famous right to sell an anthology? That's just like – you know what? I find uh, it's – doubly hard for me when I pitch shows because uh, if I were to just go in the room as a girl it would be one thing but I also go in as an actress and people are just like why is this actress and then, then, coming and then comedic, comedic actress yeah well I'm glad she brought it up and put it that way because Mike we need to gang up on Ginger here a little bit Ooh. if you insist she knows off. I think she knows where I'm going to go because she's smart enough to oh, know where sorry. I go where I'm going because she always hides her smarts. Oh, well, hey, I wouldn't have a therapist if you hadn't said that to That's me. That's a chick thing. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Uh, I think it's a Filipino and chick thing, I right? think it's uh, my mom was batshit crazy and I got in trouble if I did well. So What? She got jealous yeah. or something? Yes, very narcissistic. Oh, that's weird. So I'm glad you have yeah. a therapist because that, <laughs> be, that needs to be overcome. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. If you I... want to borrow my mom for like a week, you'd be fine because all she did was tell me what a shithead I was for not being a good student. <laughs> well, Ginger, on the other hand, like just hides out reading law books uh, in her free time. I, like I'm not kidding. Cases. I'm not kidding. And you know what? Let me suggest a book. Uh, this isn't a law book, but it deals with that. It's called Just Mind Mercy. Pump. And it's amazing, and I think it won awards, and I wanted to make it into a film, and some writer just got it before I did. No, no. Yeah. but if you want to know why I'm – what's smart about Ginger, watch that film, that film, Your Day, Your Day. Thanks. All right, speaking of smart, this is a very worthy project we're going to talk about right now, and I watched it today, and uh, I was delighted by it. It's called The Lonely Italian, uh, a film by Lee Farmer. Lee, welcome. Oh, thank and, you. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and introduce your star here. Uh, this is the lonely Italian, Domenico Neshi. Hi, thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus, that's loud. It is. Oh, I used to work it, for a radio station in Italy. Right? Yeah, with that voice? With this voice. Oh, now, my God. E, e, 10,000 euro a month plus expenses. That was a great want, job. Do you guys want to explain what the conceit was? Because I, I get it. I, that film, I, I got it immediately, and it just, I just stayed with it from the moment I started watching. Uh, so basically, this is a, uh, a hybrid narrative documentary. I get the easiest comparison is to Borat in the sense that there is a section of it that is real and then there is a section of it that's scripted. And in Domenico's case, it's about him, you know, not a character based on him, but actually him. Are, now, are you amplifying some of your characteristics or is that just you as you no, are? No, he's just Italian. No, that's I'm just Italian. You're right. That's well, how I am. Because there's sometimes – there's sometimes uh, – so explain what, what well, you have. So, so. Uh, he – in real life was having trouble meeting women uh, in America being from Italy and, and the way that Italians meet 
uh, women as they just approach them and say, hello, you are very beautiful. Uh, I would like to make sweet love to you. And I'm like, get out of here. No, but right. it worked a lot when I moved here from Italy. At the beginning, I had lots of these encounters with women and it was very successful. But then something <laughs> switched. Uh, later on, in like a few years later, I, I realized that it wasn't as easy as it used to be. And now you get arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now you get yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was literally, it was technology. It was the fact with smartphones and things mm. like that. Now we're always looking down at our devices and we're not looking at the world around them, which is toxic for someone whose you know sole reason for being is you know human contact with the opposite sex. So, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you how you know the the genesis of the project. But we really had him join every online dating website in America, and um, and followed him on these dates for I think it took a year to do year these dates, a year and a half. How did you get these women to agree to let you film? Well, uh, that was the part that was. It's and let me just put a little finer point on that. I wondered if they knew they were being filmed. Yes. Yeah, well, because, they have to. And I didn't know if either – no, either it was hidden and they got the, the, yeah, the thing afterwards later, yeah. or that was part of the conceit that they were Exactly. Up, so, so. The, And that's the thing is because now the line has gotten blurred between documentary and reality show. Yep. Sure. And so my background is I was a writer and co-executive producer of The Soup for 11 years. So Jeez. I – I'm, I'm sorry about Joel McCarran. And that's where I, I met Drew for the first time. I apologize. I believe one of the times encounters you and I had were in his office, which was piled it – was, It was – our office on high yeah. with garbage yeah. and oh underneath the garbage is an arsenal of knives and swords yes what? that is absolutely like, true Joel and I share an office for of the 11 years the first four years until he got too what? famous to actually share an office with someone or, or even uh, do the soup anymore yeah, or even, do the soup, <laughs> yeah. even show up for more than three hours a week um, he and yeah, listen his, I gladly would have picked up the baton yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Was gonna no because and to his credit read that prompter that no, you guys to his write credit, so brilliantly he was every bit as good in, in some cases even better when he wasn't there because he didn't see the stuff beforehand and he would he would, actually, laugh, he would yeah. have a genuine yeah, you're right. reaction you're right so they were they were kind of different shows in a way but no one better than the other um, but yeah, his office was literally just a repository for all the free shit that he used to get for years and years. But, but and it seemed like documents and things all yeah. piled. Oh up. yeah. By the way, I see I see Tommy all the time over there. You he, do. He's still he had a heart it's, attack along the way here. Yeah. Oh, it's just great, the greatest though. crew, and yeah. it was such a joy for eleven years. But so actually, that's how I met Domenico. Is Domenico was on two reality shows on MTV. Yep. Like five minutes after he got to this country, he was like, oh, I'll go to this casting. literally like the first edition I did. Coming from Italy and being a stage actor, wanted to be a stage actor also here, was a reality show, a trashy one. And, which, uh, which ones? It, the first one... <laughs> First one was a shot a lot with Tila Tequila, <gasps> which back oh in 2007 was the most watched show on MTV and the the trashiest reality it show. Was bad. Yeah, it was I mean, bad. and I mean, I, I'm from the south of Italy, and all I'm picture because they said to me it's like it's a reality show where there is a, a, a playmate looking for love online. Right. I mean, looking for love on 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 TV. And and when it, when you think about a playmate, I mean, coming from Italy, you think about a blonde woman with yeah. big tits. Yeah. I don't know. It was a midget from Vietnam that was <laughs> bisexual. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't my. But then you know, she was attractive. At the end of the day, she wasn't exactly what I pictured to be, but, but she was, she was attractive. Yeah. 
but I didn't know. This that... is pre-Nazi, by the way. Yes, yeah. no. before she came out as a this Nazi. This is before she well, came out oh in front God. of the she's... insane clown posse as being a Nazi. Right. Yes. Right. Oh my God. Well, she's a juggalo and a Nazi. No, yeah. no, no, oh, no, no. Juggalos have nothing to do with yeah, her. No. Okay. Yeah. That's just that. That is where it was exposed in, a, on, on, yeah. in another real-life Borat kind of situation. Yes. Oh no. Go but, ahead. But I, I had no clue that she was bisexual, and all I'm thinking is my grandma in the south of Italy watching women making out as they're watching their grandson on TV. Which apparently I realized that as long as you're on TV, you can do whatever. You didn't care at all about women who can no, happen. Yeah, yeah. Certainly yeah. grandma's yeah. all accounted. But he was a legitimate standout on the show, and then and MTV gave him they his own show. Off. Back then, all you needed to get your own show on MTV was a social security number. Right. Oh, which you didn't no, even have. You know what? That's I true. didn't have one. No, they actually changed the rules because for, to be on TV, you needed to be an American, have a green card at least. And I didn't have one. I had a, a working permit through my school. Through MTV will get around that. Don't uh, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> they, they, they spent quite a few money, actually, to give me a spinoff that was uh, an Italian bachelor on MTV. And, and, and it was called? It was called That's Amore. And, they had, and every time they'd interview him, they had a red and white checkered tablecloth. <laughs> And behind him was Italian meats. It was like soprasada, salami, salami. and bottles in baskets. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) That probably offended your Nona more than the bisexuality. To be fair, what part of Italy were you from? Is that the part representative of a part of Italy you're even from? Yeah, yeah, actually. And they, well, because (laughs) it is, because it's, it's, you know, the the tablecloth like that, and it's, you know, grandma still makes those things. She makes. She cures the, the the cheese and makes the capicola and salami. Nice. Um, so it was, uh, but he was. I mean, and he used to come onto the soup wearing these speedos with the Italian flag. Oh, the yeah. funny thing was, we were a green screen show, so the green right in the middle of his balls. Oh my god! <laughs> I never had balls in the out. show. Like it was like blur. Like you couldn't see anything. It was like I was missing that part of my body. So you did that, and then. This was and the next logical no, incarnation. No, no. So, and then he, you know, he, he, his 15 minutes were well, up. Well, no, in the sorry States. Because I started working for Italian networks, uh-uh. which they pay way less than the States. Yeah. But I did actually serious work there. I did whatever yeah. Anthony Bourdain does in the States, I was doing it for Italy. You're, so, doing, you're doing Anthony Bourdain like, about food? Well, it was, it's more, was more political, uh. but funny at the same time. Uh. It was more like parts unknown now than what I used to be doing like on just pure food. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. I did a bunch of series, and then uh, I said, okay, let's uh, – and I did radio. Uh, I did the Kiss FM of Italy. And then I said, okay, now it's time to start doing something in the States again. And that's when I was frustrated about dating in – after I was done with TV and women weren't throwing themselves to me anymore because so they could tell their friends that they had sex with somebody from MTV. That's the truth, unfortunately. Uh, now I'm lonely and I can't find nobody to go out. So, so we lost touch for a couple of years. Lost touch. We were never in never, touch. Yeah. So we were never friends. <laughs> So uh, were, you, were you involved <laughs> with those productions? No, 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 no. no. Okay. We just used to make fun of it on the soup, and so I, I knew he was a naturally funny person. He was a good sport funny. when he would come onto the soup. So he emailed me out of the blue in 2013, saying, "I would love to talk to you about a very exciting project." And I thought, "Oh God!" Like I just wanted to run screaming. I was like, "Oh, he's trying to get to the 16th minute or the 17th minute." And my wife, who's kind of my conscience, was like, "Stop being such a schmuck. Mm. Stop being so high and mighty." You think this guy is funny? Talk to him and see what he has Listen in mind. To him, yeah. And and he had done so much research about online dating. I had been married at that point for seven years, 
And uh, he showed up. And the thing is, Domenico's kind of an idiot. Extreme, but he's smart one. But he's the smartest smart idiot, idiot you'll ever see. So he showed up with all this is research. Is that what you call me, Mike? I was going to say, you're, you're wrong because Drew is the smartest dumb guy ever. Oh, okay. Drew's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. But he's somehow got a, like a 200 IQ. I don't Wait, know. He's, <laughs> the, he's the dumbest smart guy or the smartest dumb guy? Either or. Okay, you you choose. So he had, but he'd done all this research and, and about, you know, statistics and how many people are doing online dating. And I dating dated a and, lot of women in six months just to see how online dating worked. And yeah. I feel like there was a, a crazy jungle. Online dating is a jungle. It's insane. Yeah. So we concocted this idea of let's make it a personal journey. Let's have you join every online dating and, site. And it comes off a little Borat-esque. It's like, it's like a little fish out of water. Like, mm-hmm. what's this guy doing? What, yeah. You know, he he see, looks like he's from a different. He feels like it's from a different culture. So right. he seems a little lost, a little right. bit with the dating. We have a clip. I, I have questions about several of the interactions sure. you had, but let's see what's on this clip. This is a clip uh, from the Lonely Italian. How long uh, have you ever uh, your dog? Uh, about a year and a half. Really? I got him when he was like six uh, weeks. How about Gina? Gina? Oh, she's been with me forever. I mean, I'm uh, 32 years old and uh, Gina is uh, 26. Hey, she eats a lot of pasta. She likes pasta, man. She likes pasta. You feed the dog pasta? Yes. Spaghetti. She likes bolognese sauce a lot. Yeah. I, I, she likes know, desserts. I... She's crazy on desserts. <laughs> really? What kind of desserts? Yeah, like crazy. Like chocolate. She eats like chocolate. She is very particular that's, about chocolate. That's ridiculous. No, I promise you. 75% cocoa from Peru. That's all she cares. Um, there is definitely, that's definitely not a girl. What do you mean it's not a girl? I mean, I, he has a massive penis. Gina has a penis? He definitely has a penis. Which one? He, he has a penis. Do you want me to go and show you his, his big penis? Come look at the dog. This dog is definitely. Gina has a penis? (laughs) It's impossible. You can look. I don't want to see. There's definitely a, a penis. Oh, that? Yeah. That's, that's not the penis, like, you see? That's not the penis. The lipstick is coming out. There right is a big clitoris. The lipstick is definitely it's coming cli- out right it's now. It's a clitoris. That's not a clitoris. clitoris. It is. No, it's not. That, that is. Oh, my God. That is a clitoris. You oh, don't even know what sex your dog no, is? No, that's clit. That's a clitoris. That is that really even is. your dog? It's my dog. No, no, no. no. It's Because, it's you know, some women have a big clit. And uh, what happened is that when she was born, uh, you know... Do you think I'm, like, stupid or something? It's a male dog? It's a boy. It's absolutely a boy. Let's talk about us. They're just dogs. So, um, yeah, so we had uh, filmed all these, and and we kind of backed ourselves into making a movie. We didn't know what it was going to turn out to be. We just... But to answer your question, this was... The women knew it was important to me that this not be a reality show. Mm-hmm. If they didn't know they were being filmed beforehand, that's a reality show. And it's filmed with GoPros and hidden cameras, and then you're kind of pranking them. This was not about pranking women. He's the asshole. He's yep, the yep. idiot. But he was legitimately trying to find love. How did you pitch it to them? So uh, it, it was it was approaching out of all the websites, which is yeah. in, in, infinite, like hundreds, um, it was basically saying, hey, I really like you. I'd we'll love to go out on a date with you. And they would say, okay, let's go out on a date. And we're talking about 1,000 women a week. That a I would have thousand? 1,000 on a just copy. Just the messages. And, yeah, in mess- just uh, copy and paste, send the same one to the girls. And then they would say, okay, let's, let's say out of 1,000 women, half of them, they would say, okay, let's go and do a date together. And then I would send the second message saying, well, you know, uh, by the way, I would love to document. I'm an Italian. I'm documenting my search for love uh, in, in America. What if I bring some non-invasive cameras? And out of a thousand women, we wouldn't like it when we had five or six women a week in a town like L.A. that survives on entertainment that would say, yes, let's do it on camera. 
So that was the challenge that we had right. for a year and a half so in yeah, the United States. That's why it took so long because – How many a week? Five, six dates. I would agree to the filming. Yeah. And we get to see the most important ones. Exactly. The yeah, there's ones. there's a lot. That, and there was a real learning curve too because at first the dates were, you know, kind of boring yeah. a little, you know. And sometimes – Yeah, and then he would um, – Sometimes he was a little too horny. Well, I was going to ask: Did you were you conscious of the fact? Because you're you're a performer by nature. Were you conscious of the camera and then started to act up? I mean, no. I mean, I never fell cameras. I I don't. It, to me, it was a date. Right. I, They're not reality shows. Yeah, so I mean, that, that's well, no, no, that's not. I meant I was trying to be nice about it, but like, did you were you ever on a date with a girl who was particularly dull, and then you're like, I better start. Getting some mm. content here. Well, yeah. There, we, and then you talk about the clitorte. You're right. There was a point at which we would have to kind of stack the deck in our favor a little sure. bit. Uh, and Like case in point, when we did the J-date and we had her um, meet him at a really nice Italian restaurant, but I had him wear a yarmulke and a towel. <laughs> and thinking that, in, thinking that literally in the first 30 seconds, she would be like, all right, this is her day. Your name is Domenico. Not- you know. But she really started liking him. Mm-hmm. And at first he was like, uh, yeah, my mother Maria uh, Levy. Her maiden name is Levy. And then, he, and when he orders soup, he asks for some kosher. Can you put some kosher on top, on top of the soup? <laughs> and she goes, what, is co- what, what do you mean? Uh, put, uh, kosher, the ingredient, the ingredient. Yeah, I like ingredient kosher. And, and, she fills it in with salt. Yeah, she and, fills it and in Mike, to answer your question, yeah. if it would get dull, he had a little earpiece that I, gotcha. I was connected to. So I could, especially like at the J-Day, you know, I'm King Jew. I could give him some you <laughs> right. know, funny Yiddish words. All right, say... And who needs this Mishagas? And you're like, who needs this Mishagas? So, how is your Mishpoka? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the best part for the J-date is that apparently I, f- I forgot to mention the cameras in this specific date. So she show up to the restaurant. And oh, you didn't tell her? I didn't. And but, she oh. said to the producer, she, she, we said to her, well, are you ready for the cameras? We're going to put a mic. And she goes, Uh-oh. what do you mean a mic? Oh. Oh, I, I guess I forgot to mention that oh, there's nice cameras. Oh, no, I feel badly. Yeah. But I, I did notice the sound was very good. So I thought, hmm, they, no, must, yeah, they, yeah, they all, must be mics. They so. all knew. And yeah, and so because, again, <laughs> we weren't pranking them. And that was the problem was with all these dates, he's actually kind of charming. So, yeah, well, so charming. I want to get into this. So, okay. so what stood out for you? Because I'm, I'm imagining the things that stood out for him were different than what yes, stood out for you. Very and much. Maybe even different than what stood out for okay. you. So go ahead. I mean, like, what stood out for you? It's just in the overarching Sort of, did you learn something in an overarching fashion? I mean, about the online dating world in general, or or about yourself, or about women? Did did something jump out at you as a result of this experience? I mean, uh, first of all, there is a division between websites and websites. So there are websites that you pay like thirty, forty dollars a month, and that's when you meet the most serious people that actually there to. Perhaps get married or find somebody to spend their, the rest of their the life. Prime with. pickings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you have the Tinder, OkCupid, and blah blah blah, where it's mostly sex, and, and you feel that you see that. Um, but overall, it's like I, I met. What more, about farmers only? I've I, heard a we, lot about we, that. I, I did farmers only, and uh, we drove to Sunny Nets Valley to meet a farmer, and uh, we, <laughs> we got kicked out uh, three times out of farmers only because. And another thing is you're touching people's private lives. Yeah. So they don't really want to unveil the fact – because online dating has always been stigma. Yeah, there's a stigma. Yeah, right. There was a stigma was. about now it. Now it's a little better. But people don't want to tell everybody that they're dating online because mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't sound good. And um, so they kicked me out of Farmers only three times because Farmers are so serious about their private lives mm-hmm. that when I would mention cameras, they would report me to whatever was the – 
the, the, the governing the, body yeah. of the mm-hmm. farmers only. And they That's right. I think it's the Minister of Agriculture is actually in charge of that. <laughs> and they would kick me out automatically. Uh, but I found what I found out was that uh, there were a lot of crazy women on normal dating websites and a lot of normal women on a lot of crazy date, dating sites. I mean, I went hmm. on. What, what, what do you mean cra- crazy? What, what I mean, cra- I, I, I went on OKCupid. What was a crazy woman? Yeah, I mean, what do you mean? Crazy? I mean, I, I went on a dominatrix dating website oh, yeah, where yeah. she tortured me for two hours and she lighted me up on fire. Did, and you, did you watch the film? There was, I, I've not finished no. with it. But, but you I, watched also. Yeah, okay, I got so about 40 minutes. So that yeah. was kind of painful. And everybody was laughing while I was dying with this woman. <laughs> but she was a lovely person. She was lovely. <laughs> she was quite serious. While yeah. I, I went on a date with a, an Indian girl from OkCupid, okay and uh, uh, we start talking, and all of a sudden she starts telling me how she likes to cut men's wrists and start oh, sucking yeah, their blood. Oh. blood. That one was weird. And I qu- so okay, so so I like to suck their blood. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Did, I'm glad Ginger saw it because I'm wondering what stand stood out for a woman, and, and even so far as you've watched, you've watched pretty well through. I mean, you yeah. see the vibe of it. Does anything jump out at you about Dominico's brushol? Or the, women, <laughs> yeah. or the process. Oh well, I I think as a whole it made me think. Oh, guys, just need to learn more about women. Yeah. You know, Me- I, what? I just mean in general because when, something like that jumped out at me too. Yeah, I just think whenever. Well, so you have interviews with the very like um, game type people that early two thousands like rules for dating yes. chicks and finding stuff. <laughs> Actually, that interview where the guys like you got to date. This, these are the tricks for doing this. Like people like that make me want. Make me really think that prostitution should be super legal mm-hmm. because, like, just don't manipulate anyone. Yeah. Just like, just deal with. The, and I've seen uh, wonderful documentaries with prostitutes where they're like really boss bitches, and it's like you know they only really have six clients a year, yeah. and it's like, oh great, this is a business for you, and it doesn't trigger you. But but yeah, just that, and I I don't know. The vegan girl stood out to me a because she was. Somewhat uh, stereotypically annoying in her in her veganism, but also she probably knew herself more than any of the other mm-hmm. girls. Right, and I just love that she was like, she's like, I have boundaries. Uh, these are my opinions in life. But mm-hmm. but yeah. in general, that kind of thing jumped out at me about every single one of the women. It, that- for, from a male perspective, every one of those women was just in control. You think mm-hmm. so? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that all that all yeah. was in control. control. That all yeah. was in control. And and that and that as a male. Go, walking into that situation, you are losing your shit. Yeah. You are losing. And now you're probably familiar with it. It wasn't so bad. But even then, I could tell you're trying to navigate. You're yeah, trying, no, there is a lot of aspects. And they're just, and they're just yeah. Yeah, even when I'll you're asking you yes for the numbers. I'll tell like, you yes or no in good time. Yeah. yeah. And that's in the meantime, keep keep going, buddy. Keep dancing. Yeah. Keep dancing. Any, uh, just completely in control. That was shocking to yeah. me. Well, there was, <laughs> and there was one scene, <laughs> there were a couple times, because along during the dates, he would ask people, about their experiences in online dating, how long have you been doing it, you know, so that we could be informative as well as entertaining. And whenever they would mention, um, he would say, oh, when was your last uh, online date? And they would say, oh, this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, no, and like, he was offended. He felt like yeah. they were cheating on him. Well, that's, right. what I, that's the other part I liked about it is that his emotions were all real. And then yeah. I'm going to get into some of that a little bit in a minute. But, but, but did something jump out for you? Did, well, you? did you watch it, Mike? Did you watch the film? I have no, no yeah, idea. So. What's okay. interesting, and this is, and I, Domenico gets full credit for this he said Extreme. we should and not just the dates let's interview these experts and these these people that in some cases prey on the lonely for their yeah you know. now there are some that uh, there was a, a woman um julie spira who's yep. great she's who, great she is the the um, the biggest probably expert on online dating, on online dating who is really helping him 
understand the questions and and what you you know what kind of pictures you should be putting in. and that's like legitimately helping yeah, people yeah she seemed good then there's someone i probably shouldn't say his name but like the guy you mentioned who was very much like the game like the yeah. uh, the hookup factor it wasn't neil though was and it was it no, neil? no no it wasn't neil no but that's the funny thing is that's the yeah. funny thing is is that neil isn't that guy no he's well, neil's, neil's recovered book, from right. that too he was he went into it a little oh, bit really? and then he had to re- actually really go through some treatment oh, to recover. Was it John Stamos? It was. Okay. No. <laughs> but we so originally we thought well it, when we meet these experts let's a, let's really ask them ridiculous questions like if I want to date a Jewish girl do I have to pretend to be interested in Broadway shows and cruise ships. <laughs> and but when Wait, we Am I Jewish? <laughs> <laughs> but when we when we got to to this guy um, he started talking and he didn't stop. And yeah. I and I went around into Domenico's line of view and I just said don't say a word. Yeah, let this just guy. let him talk, and it was amazing. Was and yeah. I mean, the guy knew he was being filmed, and he truly believed what he was saying. And it was important. It's funny because we've we've shown this film theatrically a couple times, uh, just in private screenings or at film, festivals. film festivals. That scene, um, each time, a couple people have gotten up and walked out. Oh my god! They've because they've been so offended by this guy, and we're what does he say? Yeah, that's not your fault. What does he, he say? Says, that was- um, he says he goes down the line of women. He's like, well, Jewish women are fun. Oh, they'll they'll let you do anything. You mm. can pull their hair, jerk off on their face, jerk off you on those fairs. Was the it was real? Yeah. I mean, it's disgusting <laughs> what he was saying. And Domenico. I also, think, it's always the grossest dudes that oh, for some yeah, reason yeah, yeah. have the highest standards in chicks. I'm but like, but yeah. oh, is, I didn't realize you that deserved a 10. Yeah. Like, he's like, a successful, he's like, very he's successful. like Hitch, like the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very successful. And mm-hmm. he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars Jesus. giving tips to boys every year to guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. not like... Turn out to go and do a date. Now, yeah. I, now Just, I actually... Uh, I hate the guys who go to him more than I yeah, hate him. Yeah, yeah. he's just Total he's tool. just doing what he's, he's doing. He's making yeah. a great yeah. living. Yeah, but he was, you know, and he was saying, "Oh, you got to network for pussy." You know, that's <laughs> you got to oh, network. Yep. You know, and so Domenico, <laughs> Domenico was great in that scene because he was like. Um, should I make a pussy portfolio? <laughs> yeah, you should. And he was like, yeah. was like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so, was to that keep was track. My, that was my, track. That was right. my first rap album, actually. Pussy, pussy portfolio. portfolio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it, it was interesting. You know, I tried to to make it seem that Domenico was not being complicit in what this guy was saying. Sure. Was that he was kind of like, ah, oh, very interesting. Like he he is the fish out of water and taking it all in. Right. But um, how does how does your very sincere Italian nature. How does it play out now in the uber sensitive world of man versus woman? I mean, uh, I think meaning oh, what's going on today. Well, I, listen, I've spent a lot of time in Italy. I've had the luxury of really involving myself in the where Italian you, culture. Where are you from? Originally from the south of Italy, where uh, Calabria. So mm-hmm. it's a region sure. right next door to Sicily. Uh, Calabria, yeah, yeah. But I grew the up in, uh, uh, in 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 Milan, pretty much. Milan. And you were you you were. I was living in the Abruzzi, like yeah. you know, Casavecchio, like that area for for a long. And I got the chance to go, you know, summer after summer after summer for months at a time, and really involve myself. And this is in the eighties and nineties and early two thousands. I was recognizing, man, there is a huge gap in how. These dudes talk to my mom and yeah. how guys yeah. are normally talking to my, you know, and how, and frankly, how my dad would tolerate these guys talking. It, it was like, yeah, it's just mm. part of the deal. And I'm like, oh, it's just part of the deal of this. It's, made her D is face fucking my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, uh, but, you know, all kidding aside, there is a, there is a much higher level of, uh, the, there's a much smaller personal bubble. 
uh, with Italian men. More and physical there's, contact. And there's much more physical contact. And, and you're much more forward uh, it, with, with your but, language. But it, How did, did you ever find my, yourself getting in trouble just being yourself? Well, here's the thing. In Italy, whatever we do to approach women in Italy... Here we would probably be in jail. Yeah, uh, it would be considered extremely sexual. And you don't you don't mean that as a joke? No, you no, mean, no. Yeah. I'm seriously like uh, it, it, the way they would approach women in Italy today. Still. It's probably a high level of sexual harassment in the United States to the point that I had to be careful when I came here 12 years ago from Italy because I had that feeling that I was and to me it was normal. But yeah. I, women threatening me to say, hey, this is too much already, blah blah blah. Well, also, somebody my my cousin lived in Italy French. She said she was schooled to. Re- really aggressively bat, bat guys <laughs> away. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and that when the women do that, the guys are wounded. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just uh, exactly. so beautiful. Yeah. No, no, you're no, right. no big deal. You're and right. she goes, you, you got to learn right where that line is and come mm-hmm. on like a, yeah. like a hatchet. And they, they don't, they don't push through that. They go, oh, they're wounded and hurt and, and, and sort of uh, yeah. back away. And, and I don't, we don't, we don't have that. We don't have that, that, Dial that dance. We don't have that here. And yeah. I think that the women are way more discriminated in Italy compared to here. Like here, it's almost same level. In Italy, yeah. there is still a huge gap, even you know between jobs and, and everything like that. It's still a huge gap. I try to say that. I, I, you know, I say, look, American men are far from perfect. You know, to, to female listeners or to female friends of mine, um, American men are far from perfect. But believe me, like we're we're doing pretty good compared to around the world. Like Big we time. try. Big you time. know, we try. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and Domenica was very respectful of the women throughout the the day. It's funny, the only woman that you were really kind of forward with was the Italian. He went on italiansingles.com date. And, you know. I told her she looked like a whore. uh, (laughs) I did. But in a nice way. In in a nice (laughs) way. Did she and know the she, rules? Was and she, she, she yeah. and she smacked the shit out of her. Well, no, but I said to her, because she was blonde, we bleached hair, and I said, you don't look like a typical Italian right. girl. And you're she trying to, you're a sellout, yeah. And I said, you look like a very good looking puttanone, which means I like a huge whore. And she's, <laughs> she's left me. Yeah. <laughs> and did, did, did the relationship continue? Or no, no, she walked away. Yeah. But, that, but it's funny you mentioned, so uh, there were a number of these dates where uh, they actually hit it off and ended up making out at the end. And every time that would happen, I would say, oh, shit. Because... The movie's not about relationships. It's yeah, about yeah. the search. Well, the it's- one, the one, the one I would talk about that amused me the most was you had, had to be watching very carefully what was happening to the two of them. But um, it was the one. First of all, I wonder if this was a pay site she was from, um, who wanted to go meet your family. Oh, was yeah. that real? Okay. Yes. So hold on. So hold on. So I watched that unfold, and as it was unfolding, I thought, "Oh my god, he really likes her, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. really like, yeah. like mm-hmm. that? Oh my yeah. god, this is." And then, and then she immediately responded with, "All right, let's go." Yeah. And then it became, "Well, where's the ring?" And then you were mm-hmm. like, she "Whoa, yeah. hold on!" Yeah. So that was a very interesting interaction. Yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to make of it. I felt bad for you. Because it was somebody you really were attracted to and probably would have dated. And, and, and then it just went poof. A little, a little so cool, fast. a little crazy. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. yeah. But, but then much. there was. But then I wondered is that part of the expectation of a pay site or the world we live in now where if somebody really hits it off and women are really good at reading that? They know, just, all right, that's it. You, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's hard to say because, like he was saying, that, you know, there were some crazy women, or I should just say crazy people on the pay sites or was, on was, the, that a on pay, the, was that a pay one there, no there was, was okay cupid there was okay cupid that's crazy yeah. isn't it do you pay for okay cupid or no 
No, you pay only if you want certain things, but the, the basic oh, the side basic is free. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of fish was one where you have to be careful because it's totally free, and so you'll get people that like. <laughs> best it is full on. They're missing the appendages, yeah. and it's kind of you know it's sweet. There's something to be said about people that are willing to put money for you know yeah. their the sincerity of trying life. to meet someone, right? But there is also a lot of desperation. Like the people that they really want to find somebody, the people that have been there for a long time, and they're trying to rush almost. Like, okay, we got to get this done fast. The date. The date, yeah. So, well, that's what it, I thought this girl was doing in terms yeah, of the yeah. relationship. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, like, mm-hmm. I've had enough dates. I know this is good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So yeah. I, and, and prior to filming, I went on a six-month personal journey without any cameras. And this oh, is one right. we were working you know, on figuring out how to do it. And uh, I dated a lot of girls where they were like after two dates, they want to almost settle and be exclusive and it was insane. Well, that's what this guy uh, yeah. yeah. So this after one date. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, exactly. and, and so Five what? Minutes. what is – is that a function of the people you were meeting or is that a function of the way what social media or, or online dating is doing to people? You know what I mean? Is it, they're so tired of milling through people that yeah. once they find somebody, they want to quickly – Yeah, and, 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 and they know fast. They say that – Statistically, you know, as soon as they sit down, after 20, 30 seconds, when you start talking you, you, to them, you, said you that know to one, already. You, you say that to yeah. one of the girls. You, you know and then you asked if you her, want to go out and on the second And you asked, is that the, was she the vegan? I can't reach one no, that was. No, she was um, someone who turned out to be an actress. Yeah. It was, that was like, oh, you, what? see, it's interesting because um, we've gotten some critiques since the movie just came out. Uh, what, a few weeks ago, I guess. Where can people see it? Over uh, so it's iTunes, uh, iTunes, Amazon, video on demand, or you can go to thelonelyitalian.com for all the different links. And some, and good, news, some good news that just happened last week. We just sold it to Hulu. Ha-ha! Oh, fantastic. So it will be on mid-December on Hulu, and uh, hopefully they'll make a huge deal out of it. You know, they'll treat it as like they have Star Wars. In but, their well, hands, but, but but the reality is, I mean, you you can't. You know, Sasha Baron Cohen can't do Borat anymore. Right, he's too well known. Right, you did it, and I thought and you did it in a topic that I think is really interesting. Right, yeah, now. and that was, but it was that's an important distinction because he's an actor playing a character. No, and I he's really trying to get a rise out of people, and you know, and yeah, there's some pression points of you know, yeah. fish out of water. But this is really a guy. You know, this I is really him. But, but, um, but I got to tell you something. As a viewer, that being a little bit of a question mark was kind of entertaining. Like, mm-hmm. Is that really him, or is he? Is he saw? Well, it's, yeah. yeah. it's always entertaining. Yeah, and yeah. That's it's, a, why, it's a Blair Witch factor. A yeah. Bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why we put that kind of mea culpa in the beginning, showing the. Um, MTV footage mm-hmm. because I didn't want anyone to say, wait a minute, that guy's from a reality yeah. show. This is bullshit. Smart. I wanted to show, okay, this is what I did. I don't do this anymore. And exactly what he said to me when he first approached me with this kind of thing. Now, I so, interrupted you were saying you've been critiqued about something. Well, yeah, a, a number of people said, you know, I looked up these women, they're actresses. Well, yeah, because they're women who live in L.A. Southern California, yeah. They yes. happen to and, and, be. And we're willing to be on camera. And there was our whole And, and, and I'm sure, and this isn't to say anything good or bad, I'm sure you selected attractive women. Attractive women, well, Los Angeles County. No, no there, it, was there, really, it was a lot of. Well, let's be honest. You know, we didn't. Either know, way, not I'm everyone's saying, a looker. Um, but, that does up your. It does up the factor. Like, I mean, no offense, but look friends, at what we're look. Look at our <laughs> canvas. That is a beautiful Romanesque man right there. Mm, it's true. Right. It's right. How dare yeah. you? I agree. Um, but He'll so, bring the calabrese sausage right to your dome. <laughs> Very hot and but, spicy, especially spicy. But what's interesting about the way we made the movie because we shot all those dates first and then figured out what the story is. is 
is that the context that you see a date happen in the movie is not necessarily and probably definitely isn't the context in which it actually happened. Right. So an, exa- an example being the, um, that woman that he actually ends up making out with uh, that happens, and I don't want to ruin the movie for the thousands of people that are now going to go watch it, <laughs> but um, you know, it seems like they hit it off and it's kind of towards the end of his journey. We actually filmed that pretty early on mm. and had to then concoct a, a scripted reason why he doesn't end up with her. Concoct? I never heard yeah, that. Right, word we're going to take a couple minute break. Don't go away, anybody. We'll be right back. All right, it is fall and your immune system is about to get tested, everybody. Not only does the changing weather mark the start of cold and flu season, it's also back to school time when kids become walking Petri dishes. While catching something may be inevitable, there is no excuse for letting yourself get dehydrated in the process. So when you're wiped out with cold or flu, the first piece of advice, always to drink plenty of fluids, but we seem to forget that. Now, once you've started feeling dehydrated, it's already too late for water or sports drinks. Rapid rehydration requires the proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water, and nothing gives this like Hydrolyte. Hydrolyte's formulation is based on established, proven science, and it is the simply best rehydration product I've found in this country. Hydrolyte comes in great flavors, orange berry lemonade, and it's available in a pre-mixed drink, powder, or what I prefer, those effervescence tablets. You just drop in a glass of water or a bottle of water, off you go. It's like your own portable IV, but you can do it enterally. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-use, easy-to-follow instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon.com. And for a limited time, our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolyte. Just click the banner on our site, drdrew.com, 30% off. Great deal. Do it. Now, there are a lot of factors that lead to recovery and particularly success in recovery, but programs that challenge patients, that don't gratify them, that often is the most effective. And that's what we like about Last House Sober Living in Los Angeles. Last House structured program based on accountability and your actions, living a certain kind of life. Not like those luxury treatment centers that kind of feed the narcissism, entitlement, and selfishness. Last House works to combat the learned helplessness some of these millennials have. Also, device dependency. A lot of places uh, shrink from that one. And the codependent family system that needs a lot of help. Community challenges addicts with disciplinary systems that teaches them consequences for their choices and actions. The program isn't easy. In fact, it's quite difficult. It's supposed to be difficult. It's hard work to recover. Their theory is, much like diamonds, recovered addicts are forged under pressure. If you or a loved one is looking for a program that aligns with so many of the characteristics we believe lead to a successful recovery, please have a look at Last House. Learn more, visit thelasthouse.net. Again, that is thelasthouse.net. Visit them today. Hey, we're back. Yes, we are talking about The Lonely Italian. We were also. I wish Not I could. What we were talking about. <laughs> I, I, I want to get everybody included in all aspects of this show, including what goes on during the breaks. Um, when you were growing up in Italy, did you always want to come to this country? No. Did not want to I, I know. I, yeah. I could have okay. cared less about you. Okay, so fine. So, and then you wanted to be an actor, right? Yes. And you were doing well in Italy as an no, actor? No, that's why I ran away. So you ran away because you saw more opportunity here or more pay? Well, no, it's it's complicated. I, I, I moved to Australia because in my sick mind I said, well, nobody. Because in Italy, you need to know people to work for TV or radio or anything. So I said, okay, I want to go 
somewhere that I could potentially, you know, I was thinking England at the beginning, London, because it was so close. And I said, well, but I don't speak English. So I need to learn that first. So I went to Australia. To learn English. To learn English. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had an uncle that lived there. So I said, okay. might as well, well you go there. somebody. All right. So I was supposed to stay there for six months. I ended up staying almost four years mm. because right. I met an, an Australian Sicilian girl. They're so hot. Australian extremely girls are good so looking. hot. Yeah. Where, Except, where were you? Melbourne, Australia. Oh, yeah. And I met her. You hear work, the accent? Melbourne. Mo- Melbourne. Yeah. Melbourne. And I used to work at her dad's restaurant. And uh, three weeks in, I'm like, I really like that girl. And uh, uh, and I was like a boss boy, basically, because I couldn't say any word in English. And uh, so I saw the girl and said, uh, I really like you. Can I go out with you in my broken English? And she goes, you have to ask my father. Oh. The father, then I realized, was the owner of the restaurant. I never connected the two dots. <laughs> so, was he Sicilian? Extremely. Oh, and, good. Uh, good. Extremely. extremely. And, and so all did, you, I, did you pretend to be from Sicily? <laughs> no, he knew that I was from Calabria, but... Uh, all I know is that from Busboy, I then became a pizza maker overnight. Wow. Because he was, uh, he was uh, in charge of the pizza section. Wow. And as I'm uh, uh, stretching pizza with him, and like, look, I really need to ask you something. This was insane. Like, this wait, wait, hold on. Why do you make your pizza? Just because you went up to him? Because he's Italian. No, I was making pizza because he... I got moved up in position from busboy to pizza maker so he could control me better. Oh, because you, now... you asked about the daughter. Not yet. Not yet. The daughter told the father oh, that the I wanted okay, to go got out. It. Okay, got it. So I want to keep an eye on you. Got as it. I'm okay. uh, as I'm there, I'm I, I'm about to reveal the fact that I want to go out with her. Yeah. And um, I said, look, I really want to tell you something, but I'm scared because <laughs> it was very scary looking. And I'm like, I would love to go out with your daughter. And he was touching his mustache like in those movies, and it's like it was like, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I don't think uh, there is anything wrong, except that you would never have to leave Australia if you want to go out with my daughter. You look like you seem like an outworking guy. Just stay here, and you're gonna be fine. So, and for a year, he didn't allow me to go out with his daughter at night because oh, it was God. scared of me. Reasonably having sex with the daughter Reasonably at scared. night. How old but, was she? She, we were 21 years old back then. That's oh, yeah, why I used to have sex during the day instead of night. Yeah, there's ways around good job, it. Good sir. job, Dad. 200. <laughs> yeah. High school kids have you been doing it for rising? a long time. <laughs> saying, $250 a week. Is what you made? No, I was spending in motels. The hotel. Oh. Oh my God. And then I realized that in Australia, this is the best part. When you... When, what if he hears this and then I... Uh, comes, don't worry about it. Uh, in, in Australia, when you want to rent a place... Uh, like a house that you want to rent, you go to the to the agency, and they have a map with all the places that they're renting. So I'm like, okay, I would like to see this place. They give you the map and the key, and, and they the give key. you an hour to go and look at the place oh, and come back. So you didn't back. pay anything eventually. For six months, yeah. I will look at so many houses. <laughs> and after oh, six what? months, they ask me, they're like, why are you not interested in renting? Why do they not in- know that? That's unbelievable. This was, this was literally the plot of uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm three uh, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. kidding. The two 21-year-olds show up to look at a space. What do you think's going yeah. on? But the bottom line was, uh, then I went back to Italy to do stage. Uh, so hold on. Did you break up for No. I didn't. I said to her, look, I'm going to go and do a, a drama school for six months. I'll be back. Because you were itching to get back into acting? Yeah. Or what? You yeah. Were, I'm you, like, it was always in the back of your mind. Now I got the, 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 the English language. I was actually Perfected able to. Perfected English, I say. Yes, yes. Exactly. Yes. And now I wanted to study it in my own language after I learned English. <laughs> so I went back to Italy. Within six months, the father was so scared that the daughter would move to Italy that they pushed somebody into her life. For, you know, that was actually older, like 10, 15 years older than her. He's Bill Maher. <laughs> and uh, within six months, I was about to go back to Australia. As we were talking on the phone almost every day, 
uh, I'm about to go back and see my girlfriend of years, basically. And she goes, I'm getting married. Oh. Uh, and I'm like, it's, imp- it's impossible. You got to be fucking. It's, it's, it, it, it's not true. And she's basically telling me that if I don't go and rescue her, she's going to get married. And I got it. It's like the graduate. You just, right? Did you so fly home? Going. Did you fly so back to is, Australia? This is your next. No, I got, I got a, a, what was it? An Emirates uh, ticket for, uh, for airline. Emirates. You got an Emirates airline, yeah. And because back then you could hold the ticket for a week. Now you got to buy it right away almost. Right, so 24 right. hours. Back then you could hold it for one or two weeks, something like this. This is 12, 15 years ago. And uh, I, I, I stopped it. I, I blocked it. And, and the trip was like three days later. And then I thought. Should I go? Should I not go? And then I said, No, you know what? She played so dude, I'm not going. Oh, she blamed uh, her for at it. At a boy. At a boy. Hey, 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 so oh, I ended up back in do the you know states. How she, how she is now? She. It's funny because when I start working for MTV here, she's in a the real states, estate agent getting anal. <laughs> yeah. All these different various houses. Yeah. No, oh, when I, I when I start working for MTV, MTV Australia called me to do two shows for them because that's some more as they have like five million Italian people living in in, in yeah. Australia. It was the second most popular show on MTV, so. That they flew me to Sydney, and I took a week off to go and see my, my family. She found out that I was there, so she asked the sister that she wanted to see me. So bottom line, I saw her in a park where we used to make out, and she started crying, and she was six months pregnant <gasps> with the same guy. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how the marriage is today, but... Um, that's so. What's yep. it like banging a pregnant chick? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's I ended up back in the states because I said, you know what? Now I can speak English. I guess the United States are the biggest country in the world for entertainment. Let's go. I wanted to go to New York, but then I realized I didn't like any Italians. They only like British people, American, or Australian to do stage. Oh, stage. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah I never no, heard about sure. any Italian making it uh, in, in in New York unless you're some character actor. Yeah, you know, yeah. doing something. Exactly. No, no. There's a weird thing. Uh, with northeastern Italian Italian Americans, is that they get weirded out by real Italians because it's so actually divorced yeah. from their culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. They say gabagool and shit, and it's right. like yeah. when they hear a real Italian, they're like, not "Wait, wait, you, yeah. you eat fish? No, it doesn't make sense." Yeah. you know, like, yeah. so have you ever thought about getting the accent ironed out so you could? Do <laughs> no, I, what's look, wrong I, with I, you? I now, now I like it the way it is. I'm just mm-hmm. saying, but you could go back and forth if you you know get a coach. I, and I stuff. did the Lee Strasberg Institute, which is probably one of the most serious acting yeah. school in in the United States. And those lovely people, they used to steal from me uh, 12 years ago, $1,100 a month <gasps> to be in their that's, school. That's how much it costs. $1,100. So what I did was I paid for three months of school and I had $1,200 in my pocket when I came here. Uh-oh. So I tell you, it was very hard at the beginning. Um, but I tried. I had a, 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 an accent reduction teacher with the cork. They asked me to put a cork there. <laughs> <laughs> put a cork there. You sound more like an American. Yeah. And relax the jaw. Yes. It didn't work. It's can you it, can you do an impersonation? I mean, like, yeah, can you be like do uh, B- Bruce Springsteen or someone really super American? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just try to speak like what, yeah, if you were that, making fun of an American and like quoting them, how would you say it? Well, I go to Texas all the time. Those yeah. people, I don't know. I can't. I'm from. No, I can't. I can't, can't do, do it. it. I it's can't. Hard. I gotta it's just do these. Do it. It's hard to do accents. Yeah. Uh, Adam Carolla's barber one day was saying, "Well, Adam." He's a, he's think he's Hispanic. He goes, I just sold my bobo for a sav. <laughs> and Adam goes, he sold your bobo for a sav. <laughs> he goes, he goes, you can make the b and the v sound. Why can't you line them up you with just interchange them? And so, yeah, he, yeah. so he went, he went, he went at him, and the guy was like. Vo-bo. <laughs> Finally put it around. Yeah. Vo-vo. 
Couldn't do it. Yeah. No matter what he did, oh, he could, so it was vo- Bobo for a song. I'm oh. going to stop by Jack in the Box and get a Yumbo Yak. Yumbo Yak. We gave that one away, so let's... No, let's do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Vegan Day okay. is pretty intense, so that's, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's even though we've spoken about it, that's so, a good one to so play. So that's an example of, you know, that's a real date, but we kind of stacked the deck in our favor to make sure that sure. it was going to be... He didn't really understand what vegan was, and so I gave him some... Meats and cheeses and uh, some wine and and kind of accidentally, quote-unquote, forgot to give him glasses. I mean, not to sound like an idiot, but a vegan to me is somebody that wants to eat vegetables. Right. You'd think. It's not somebody that hates other stuff. Right. It's somebody that always – it's not about the hate. Oh, yeah, the, the, the hate is for anyone who's not a vegan. Right. In Italy, we don't really have vegan people. We hate vegan people. We kill them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you eat well, what, what did you call you them? Actually eat them. The, 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 the <laughs> enemy. They're, they're called the Huns? They're Michi. Maledetti. They were called the, the hordes. Uh, did you, Ginger, did you go to acting school at some time? I took two acting classes and I was like, peace. <laughs> peace out. <laughs> this is dumb. Where are you from? But I did improv. Where'd uh, you grow up? Northern California. Oh, okay. It was just like garbage. Yeah. I was like, why am I here and with listening to all this garbage? And yet, and yet improv, though, it's interesting because improv – is really the same skill set of listening and reacting yeah, and being in the moment better. and all that stuff, but it's but you but it's a more authentic version of that because you yeah. have to create you have to write it yourself. Well, yeah, so it's more for your brain, but it also makes you a way better actor than I. Yeah, I mean, I only took two, but anyone I know that talks about all their acting classes, I'm like, oh, is in porn. How did you get yeah. How did you get off into comedic acting? Um, I graduated college earlier because I got because I got into the Groundlings School, so I went to the Groundlings. Here, this, she, didn't, she didn't leave college. She graduated college. <laughs> the is great. Well, because I auditioned yeah. and I got in and I was like, I have to go there. And, and so um. she just wrapped up college. Did they ask you to pay for classes at Groundling? Because I went to Groundling. They said, okay, we'll take you, but first got to take level one, two, and three, and then we'll take you. So I know it was like, I didn't okay, have to do those ones. But, I, just, but that is, I hear that happens yeah. Yeah, a I, lot. And I think I thought it was great when I went there and do it, but it was like, you got to pay this and that. Like, okay, it's another. Lee Strasberg Institute, eleven hundred dollars a month. Yeah, you still have to pay for the classes. And yeah. so you ended up that that pushed you towards comedy. Yeah, the, the grounding thing. And then I was doing, I was on a waiting list for Writer's Lab, and so then I started doing stand up, and then. Um, I've never seen your stand up. When are you got it coming up? I'm getting back into it now. Yeah, I'll let you guys. Know. She had to. I've she been had doing a, it in she character. She had a real speed bump, but she got jer- got caught jerking off in front of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. the thing is, I asked people thing. I could whip out my badge. So and, uh, uh, <laughs> there you are. Hey, can I? Do you mind if I bring this out? Excuse so, me. so. Permission. But the, the in your day, with your day film, go see it. That was not comedic. No, that's probably the oh. first dramatic thing I've done, other than togetherness. Togetherness. But hang on, HBO. that was oh, profoundly. That was there was profound acting in this. Oh, thing. thank you. So, is that just something you just could pull on from your improv stuff? Or? Yeah, I, I honestly, I think, and I think a lot of. Com- comics who know how to act really well I just think you figure it out if you know how to do improv you're free you you trust you the thing about improv is you have to kind of tell yourself whatever's going to come out of my brain is the best and and, and, and with, was Jason part of the amplification of those feelings for you and Jason Ritter I'm talking you about. know what it was it was the way that when I did a, a Duplass show on HBO it was like the first time anyone was like hey we trust you like just be awesome encourage and you it, to be yes good, and it was like I have so much freedom I can say we improvised a lot we could say whatever we want it was your film and but I mean on, on togetherness so oh, togetherness. so for my short and and I think you know Jason works on a lot on the indie circuit so I know he's comfortable with that like obviously we did it as scripted but y- you know 
there's like a I made it very clear that we could say whatever we want. What when you can say whatever you want, it becomes natural. You can't you can't act when it's actually coming out of it's your just brain. The, the moment. Yeah, and just knowing if someone gives you the freedom to like muddy up their lines or you know just kind of ride whatever wave you end up being on, and then you know the director brings you back and you go on another wave. Like I don't know, it's just. Also, Jason and I had a lot of trust for each other. It was just magical. But you but, were directing it too. Yeah, which was a lot of work. So I just did a lot of prep. And then with Jason, I made sure that, you know. What goes uh, into prep? Well, I mean, a sh- my shot enema. list and, and, and an enema. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just so much of uh, um, my entire shot list and communicating that to everyone. But also with Jason, because when you're directing something that you're also acting in, there's a real fear that uh, that um, your other actor is going to feel really judged. Sure. While sure. you're acting, and especially in Or my weirded film. out. Like, yeah. in, like, um, like you're in some weird condescending space yeah. automatically. Yeah. Just the idea that you could be in the middle of one of those and, and just go, cut. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and it, yeah. And with our film, it's like, you're, we're in such a vulnerable place. Like, last thing you want to do is like, oh my God, thank you for crying and opening yourself up to me. Um, I just want to like fix that, <laughs> tweak that. So what I did with Jason is I actually, we were so pressed for time that I could be like, hey, we're going to do whatever we want, but I just want you to know I have these predetermined choices that I'm going to throw at us so that I can cover myself when we edit. And by saying that, I hope it conveyed to him, this is not a note on your acting. These aren't acting. These that are... I already have these because I'm scared right. because I can't look at the monitor. Um, and we did. We, we got like lots of different versions for every, every day. Back to the Lonely Italian. We now do have that clip. Is oh. there is there a website? I think it can be. Yes, thelonelyitalian.com, which has links to all the different platforms you can see it on, as well as clips and trailers. And okay, now here comes the clip of the vegan. So I brought a bottle of wine, um, some napkins. Well, hopefully, you like it. It's uh, soppressata and asiago cheese. It's Italian. It's really good for aperitif. And then. Uh, the wine. Why would you bring this? It's a aperitive time in Italy. Aperitive, you do have a little yeah. cheese, a little meat, and then a little wine. I told you that I was a vegan, though. It says it on my profile. Vegan means uh, you like vegetables, too. I didn't bring in the vegetables no, today. No, vegan means that I don't like meat. This right here is murder. Isn't a vegan like vegetarian? Like you like vegetables? No, this means I don't eat meat. That's not right. That's just wrong. I have another one. This will keep it closed so I can eat. You brought two of them? I had two because I didn't know how much we were going to eat. That is ridiculous that you would do that. So let's uh, let's do this. What about cheese? Cheese is no meat. No, che- the vegans don't eat cheese either. Maybe this is a language barrier. Vegan means that you don't eat meat, you don't eat cheese, or it, nothing that comes from animals, because it's not right. And uh, I grew up in like <laughs> in the south of Italy where people just go with meat, and actually we kill the pigs. And then we roast while they're still bleeding. That's that's like an Italian tradition over the 15th of August, which is St. Mary's Day. On St. Mary's Day, you get the beer, you put it in the river, like it's so they keep it cold. And then literally, you grow a pig for three months, you feed him until it blows, and then you release it in the forest with your friends, you go and catch it, then you stab it under the throat, and so it walks a little bit. And then Can we just talk about something else, and could you not eat that in front of me? I'll take this. No. No, I put it back in the... Put it in the bag. Let me see if I can uh, put it in there. Because my shoe is... Seriously? You're seriously going to do that? 
That is so fucked up. I'm not no, even no, gonna. No, 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 no. I was trying to. No, no, no. I promise. I promise. No, you're. you're I spit it. That I is spit fucking out. disgusting. I spit it out. You are disgusting. I spit the thing out. Domenico just is regaling us with stories about what barbarians he and his people are. <laughs> Apparently, we take quite, a baby pig. Quite a distance from veganism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, we have this. this Send it's your cards tra- and letters. It, it, What's your Twitter handle? Mm-hmm. It, it's a tradition in Italy that, that we, we, especially on August 15th, which is the biggest day of summer for us, it's St. Mary's Day. We, we get a pig when it's a little baby pig, and then for months we grow it like crazy. And uh, when it's about to blow on August 15th, we release it in the mountains. And all the friends, we actually, it's a hunt to the pig, and we actually use knives and we stop the pig under the throw. And then we roast it and all day, basically, and then at night we eat it. It's, and it's, you, yeah, and you had to tell that to a vegan. I know. Is it, <laughs> is it uh, an entire community that does it or families that do it? Is like there are multiple pigs running around? You know it, what I mean? Is it's it? different animals from different regions. So in Italy, we have, in, this, in Calabria, we have pigs. You go in Sardinia, it's ships. Uh, it's, it's several areas that have several animals. I mean, back in the days, this is sad, but in Veneto, the Veneto region, where Venice is, it used to be cats. No. Cats. They used to eat cats. I'd like to res- uh, resuscitate that uh, tradition in Venice, California, because there's mm. a bunch of fucking cats bothering <laughs> me. Right. I will cats. murder them and eat them. <laughs> you got a very high compliment on uh, Facebook Live I'm looking at right now. It got compared not just with Bora, but Windy City Heat. Oh, oh City what is that? Nice. It's uh, very. It's it, a movie that you'll never see. You'll never see it. I'll <laughs> tell you later. I used to have a VHS <laughs> copy. It's uh, Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel as finest finest hour. Yeah, yeah. Ah. But, uh, <sighs> so so we are into cold cats and meats in Italy yeah, and cheeses. Right. We survive. We have a country that lives on those things. So I I I don't know. I I have a re- real problem with. Like I said, if you choose to not eat meat for moral reasons, that's beautiful. Yeah, Good for you. Just do it on your own. Don't yeah. tell me about how I should. Yeah. Because I'm guaranteeing I'm healthier than you are. Probably. You know, I think we got we posted that clip when the movie first came out. We got some angry, yeah, Me, angry meat eaters. Ang- no angry vegans. Oh, well, oh that, yeah, they, they that's pissed. all there is. <laughs> right. <laughs> You've never been to conscientiousvegans.com. I I have not met a lot of vegans that are just like cool to live with, and they go, like, oh, "Cool, I man, was a you cool make a choice." Vegan. Was, but then I, it made me really. Sick. You liked having friends more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> made you sick. Yeah, uh, the vegan diet can, by default, has a lot of um, fermentable foods in it. So a lot of people get SIBO when they're on it. SIBO sounds like a gangbanger. SIBO. Now I just sound like an old lady. Didn't he sing crazy? It stands for small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Basically, the bad bugs are beating out the probiotics that you have in your body. How did you know you had that? Because I looked five months pregnant. The <laughs> like, bloating, the bloating. Even though I wasn't, yeah. Did you have malabsorption or anything too? Or yeah, just- for sure. Yeah. And I and then I got like super, super skinny. With But then I was like, oh, I guess this is why vegans are so skinny. They're just like don't absorb They're all Ill. the nutrients yeah. and they pee out of their butt all the time. So I mean, I stopped, I stopped, <laughs> I stopped eating cool. vegan meat uh, because I live in Venice too in a in – a, place where i can't grill anymore because the alarm goes the, the fire alarm goes oh, off right. right away as soon as i put a piece of meat on the grill so <laughs> so i don't have to go through that anymore it's been two years where i've been just eating meat probably once every month and a half when i go out when you can find a cat what i, I can't grill anymore 
what I don't understand about vegans, is, and I, you know, I respect they're probably a lot healthier than I am. But why do they eat foods that are made to look like meat foods? Right. If you're if no, you're anti meat, it's I, like a lesbo trying to get her girlfriend to look like a guy. It's right. like the most. It's a very good I think, analogy. I think it's trying to bring in the meat eaters. Trying yeah, to bring, yeah, yeah, bring yeah. on board other types. Well, and like there's... most vegans grew up not vegan, so you're like associating like, oh, this is going to taste kind of like a turkey. Well, right. There's, 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 there's that and a lot of things. You should try their turkey. It's just like turkey. Look, yeah. it looks just like turkey. It tastes just like but turkey. Shouldn't you not want to eat turkey if yes, you're a vegan? Yes, you would think. And, yeah. Now, I forgot who – it was like Fatburger or something. They've got – I think they call it like the Impossible Burger. The Impossible Burger. Burger. Umami it, Burger has umami. it. Jaden Smith is it curating. Is, it is so good. <laughs> it know. is good? Oh, my God. Literally, it's impossible. But don't they put beet juice in it to look like the blood coming out? Well, it's unbelievable. That's a great – Burger. Everyone loves that burger. Yeah. yeah, it's impossible. You oh, literally like, yeah. I can't believe it's it's, a, it's impossible. Burger. I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> All right, we got to start to wrap things up. So where should we look on Hulu for the uh, Hulu the in mid December? Otherwise, uh, go to iTunes, Amazon Video on Demand. We'll make more money if you do that. Please. Or just go on the LonelyItalian dot com. Did right. I say it right? The accent. The, the LonelyItalian dot com. Exactly. And Are you still lonely? Uh, no. Oh, tell them. Okay. You watch so, the movie. Oh, oh, no, never mind. No. no, no, it's a difference. It, okay. uh, because this, it took so long to shoot it that by the time we were done with the movie, the whole a whole new life came on, on board, kind of. So, um, while we were. married pregnant Australian girl. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> while we were shooting at, towards to the end, one of the dates of the movie was a girl that I really liked, but then we were towards to wrapping, you know, shooting the movie. I'm like, look. I really like you, but... I but prob- the movie's over. <laughs> I probably have another 50 dates to go and do. Just stay here, wait. We'll see if maybe I come back. Is it one of the ones we saw or not? Uh, she's out? in the movie for, oh, a, for a second. Okay. second. We, didn't, we didn't film their date. Okay. The one date we didn't film, uh, <laughs> he ends up uh, with her. Oh, man. But the bottom line is, uh, out of OkCupid, okay uh, months and months later, we were done and start editing and everything. I start dating a girl that I met while shooting the movie, and we're getting married next year. Oh my god! Yep. In Italy, That's on the, the, this girl we're talking about. Was the yeah. One. yeah, yeah, yeah. So June twenty third, I will get married for the first time. And, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then there will be some more. And maybe it's, maybe it's sort of we, a wish in this country. But for the first time, it's supposed to be the only time. Yeah. <laughs> but online dating at the end of the day, it does work. And it you know, does work. And I will say, this kind of a um, if there's a message in the, as silly as the movie is, it's that you can. Stack the deck in your favor with all the technology at your disposal. With but at the end of the day, that elusive thing that's called something. love—that's yeah. something—is not going to find you until the universe, God, right. fate, there's whatever. No, there's no algorithm for there it. There is yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. So that's they all know that. All the dating sites know that. But that's mm-hmm. why people shop. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're kind <laughs> That's of, right. Oh, right. Human shop. Uh, I, I need to go to Umami Burger tonight. Just, you know, yes, <laughs> I, I seriously. That's my plan right now. Uh, where should we look for you guys next? Uh, where are you next? Uh, well, um, <laughs> I'm bargaining with Discovery Channel Italy now to do a new show. Uh, they want an informational show from the States, but I want to do something else here in the States, which has to do with fears. Fears? So, fears. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working to write a new Something similar to the Lonely Town, kind of, not like, but in the same form, like a a docu, a funny documentary, let's say, um, where I explore the United States people through their fears, uh, because the top ten fears in the United States are all political related. So if we are in the situation that we are today politically and in a lot of other things, it has to do a lot with the fears that American people have. 
Let us know if you do it because we'd love to. We, she'd be great on KBC I'm with that one. I'm afraid of clowns. You know, that'd be oh, great absolutely. for our KBC show. So please let us know. Please. Thank please, you so please. much. Yeah. And Lee, anything? We should... I am uh, writing and directing TV mostly now. Now that the, the soup is over, that 11-year run. The juggernaut that never uh, went away. Well, I met my wife three months after the soup started. So she didn't – you know, she thought – well, it's not too hard to be married to a show business guy, you know, things – that was uh, – who, who was the host when you started? It was Joel. It was always Joel. Because I, I go way back to John uh, – Oh, yeah, to John Henson. To John Henson. Yeah. And I go Adam, back to Kinnear. Yeah, but, Kinnear. Kinnear, yeah. But John – Adam and I sat in once for, for uh, John. Right, right. And, and uh, I'll never forget. I, forget. I hadn't thought of it in a long time, but – he Adam wasn't yet reading really. Didn't really read. No, I'm not kidding. He he oh, was yeah. not taught to read in L.A. Unified. Well done, Los oh, Angeles. Oh man! And he taught himself eventually and got pretty good at it. But at that point, it was a, it was an issue, and they oh, wanted him gosh. to read these long things on the on the monitor. And I, you know, he didn't want to really make an issue of it. He goes, "No, we're just gonna we're gonna go with it." And uh, they had a big issue with it and they went back and forth and god bless tommy the stage manager yeah. if you guys know the soup well he, he could have made peace and we went ahead and he's a we, pinball wizard i tried reading some and sort of letting him improv and at one point adam went off in this diatribe about his penis <laughs> and he, how he how he kept a snow globe around so he could hold it by his penis so all the little villagers would think he had a giant penis <laughs> to make it feel better <laughs> so, so it was a christmas special yeah. and it, oh my so God. he imagined this little village and this giant <laughs> All right. Uh, any event, Ginger, what's up with you? Where, where should we look for you? Just um, my season? film's on yourdayfilm.org. And yeah, season no, so two. Order everybody to go to your day film, yourdayfilm.org. It's, the film's called Your Day. Look for her on I'm Dying Up Here, yeah. which is coming up. Well, soon. watch season one. And if you haven't, and then season two comes up. I don't know. As soon as possible. Are you, are you still Next filming year. it? or We haven't started. We start in January. Yeah. That's a great cast. It must be fun. I love everybody. And I'm so excited with my little pod of people, John Daly and Clark I, Duke. I didn't realize the uh, the young kid that does the stand-up in the uh, Delicatessen. Michael. Michael Angrata. was also in that crazy film where he plays an Italian murderer. I forget. He's so, in everything. Yeah, he's he, in uh, Almost he, Famous. He's been acting he's, he, for forever. He, but he's very different in everything yeah. he does. So uh, it's good on him. He's in Stanford Prison Experiment. He's wonderful. Ooh. Yeah. And Mike? Uh, butt to butt double dong? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so useful, useful tool. On Mike's website. Yeah. Mike, would you like to take him with you? Is he can you know? You put one end, you <laughs> well, double you said, dong, and you put one end in one butthole, and then the other butthole backs in, and you guys just kind of. But here's the twist: yeah. his is made out of wood. He's trying to understand. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm his his Italian brain is trying to get around <laughs> it. But <laughs> I was just trying my best. I just understood when you said double dong. <laughs> double dong, yeah. The it needs a good nick, needs a good nickname. The you B, know, like B two B double D. Yeah. <laughs> How did I get? You'll come up with other ones. Don't worry. B two B double D. How about right. uh, anything Shark on Facebook tank. before we go? The Damn Reciprocator. It. That's a good one. We'll Thank, like you. Cha-cha. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Remember, you can find all these podcasts at drdrew.com. The Dr. Drew Podcast, the This Life Podcast, and the Adam and Drew Podcast, which is available five days a week. Find them all on iTunes and rate us five stars. Subscribe and get it first. And if you're really happy, click on the Amazon banner at drdrew.com to help support the show. We'll thank you for it. If you join the email list via drdrew.com slash contact, we'll send you a weekly infusion newsletter with Dr. Drew's news. We're so grateful when you get in touch. We read all your emails and we'll bring you the subject matter you want to hear about. You live.